and our homes are broken and our boys mm -hmm. don't know how to be men, respectful men, and they don't know how to treat a woman. And our women are broken because all of these things that the men are doing to them. So psychologically, we pass that down because we're giving it to the children because all we wanted was love from the man. It creates too mm -hmm. much. But in, I think in their particular case, the way that they explained it was they both felt like their marriage was over. You so know? at that point, let that young boy bang her back out and you continue to do you. Which he did, out. and that's why Will Smith was looking <laughs> So at that point, like, what's the problem then? Yes, yes, we are back. Welcome. It's the Hangout Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Anthony, live. With me as always, I got the crew with me, my man Jay Dizzle. What up, Jay? What's going on in the Upside Down 2020? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this year, man. This this is ridiculous, man. It's, yeah, we are, are, are seven uh, months in, and it feels like it's the end of the world right now. We got too much yeah. going on. Like, honestly, like, I've never had any time in my life where there's been this much bullshit going on at once. Oh. Uh, Every day it seemed like it's something else, you know. So yes. Also on the line with us, my girl Sassy Ways. What's up, girl? What's up, guys? How are you guys? Better every time I hear from you. Yeah, how absolutely. Are you? Absolutely. Oh, Ray of sunshine shining through. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> how y'all been? Y'all been good? Yeah. As good as we can be in this new normal. Yeah, I I, right. I I don't know really know what to make of this year. It's Really chaotic. Uh, I don't know. You can probably just throw any out-of-pocket word in in the in the pot just to explain mm -hmm. what this what this year has. I mean, everyone's been so twenty twenty is going to be epic, and it's been epic. <laughs> oh, it has been for sure. Yeah. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's been it's been just really. It's just I've never and again in my lifetime I've never seen never anything quite like this you know i don't know what to say about it it's I, I don't where's the where's the light at the end of the tunnel with this year coming i wish there was the only thing that i can think of is if in november we can get predator chump out of the office that's the only that's like a beginning and that's at the end of the year so 2020 yeah. is basically a wash oh it really is I think, you know, with this, uh, they just pretty much waiting for it to be over at this point, man. But I don't think too many people, <laughs> I don't think too many people waiting for this cold Well, They complaining about the cold weather, but I mean the hot weather, excuse me. Um, but man, I don't, you know. They, it's been brutal outside. It has, like, it has. I'm, like, I've never known it to be this damn hot. I'm like, somebody please turn to God and tell him that we're done. <laughs> like, we're falling off the phone right now. Listen, that is so funny because we try to go to the beach uh, day before yesterday because yesterday was pretty nice and mm -hmm. you step outside and it just like smacks you in the face it just yeah. knocks you knocks your breath away so i unfortunately mm -hmm. went on social media and the first thing that i saw was this post and it had a picture of oprah like she was just tired and it said the caption was like lord whatever you cooking it's done now exactly yes that's how i feel it was, was it yeah. was it one of those oprah winfrey pictures from the color purple <laughs> I don't think it was the color purple. She had on glasses and was like reading the book. So no, I don't okay. know where okay. she got that from. But it's just like, okay, so you think, oh, well, you know, we can go to the beach. The beach is, you know, where the water is. But then you think mm -hmm. about the sun beaming on that sand, your naked feet walking on that or your legs touching it. It's like there was just no enjoyment even in the mental of it all. The right, AC yeah. goes up. That means your bill increases. The sun is just disrespectful. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it, it really oh, it is. is. But I, I'm not complaining because I'm nice and brown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Enriching that melanin. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm nice and brown right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not right, complaining. So <laughs> I, I'm not complaining one bit, you know? So, <laughs> hey, it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. I just don't like the humidity. Like, I don't even mind. Yeah. The yeah. It's that humidity, that muggy, nasty, like Sassy was saying, that just weigh you down, knock you back. Oh, it really does. But I can't take. And then these these every evening thunderstorms just come in and just whoosh with it. And I'm like, man, I'm like, this is like, like they just get worse and worse every day. Yeah. So, man, it's it's crap. But we know hopefully, hopefully the weather changes a little bit. It, you know, the heat not as bad, but it's still July. So it's, and, and going into August, it's, it's normally worse in August than it is in July. It so is. It's, it's, it is. It's going to be like this for a hot minute. So we got to get used to it. <laughs> for real. You hot know, t- 2020 is definitely the year that is, that is bringing lots of surprises. Yes. And mm-hmm. the thing that I'm grateful for, and I think I've shared this before when we spoke on this topic, just how, you know, things have changed. I've really loved the fact that it's allowing us to get back into our families and really yeah. take the rug up and look at what's under there and try to fix it, mm-hmm. yeah. repair it, better it, whatever, however it needs to happen. So I can appreciate it for that. But in terms of, you know, the political realm where there's greed and power and suffering of long suffering of folks and mm-hmm. kids, like that that is a bit much i just like you guys said in in all my years i've never had an inkling of an idea that i would be in the history book as it's being written oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah 2020 is definitely going down in the books oh it, it definitely be talking is. about this for decades yeah definitely so definitely so the new word of the month of july entanglement <laughs> we should have had a drum roll. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Entanglement. Yo, so this, this, and, and this is how I, I heard the interview. So I was working for my own one day, the day that the interview came out, and it just popped up on my Facebook. You know, or I'm, I was like, okay, let me check it out, see what she's saying. I didn't think in a million years she was going to actually admit being into, you know, an entanglement with, with August Alcina. I thought, mm-hmm. I really thought she was going to dance around it. And then when I saw Will Smith on there, and then it being the red table drink where people, all her guests are normally, they come clean and say what they got to say. I was like, okay, well, she's going to really say what she has to say. She, she, there's no way around it. When she actually admitted it, I said, stop the press. No, absolutely not. Listen, she was a G for that. Oh, my god. Well, goodness. it was out there. Like, how could she deny it? It was out there. Yeah, but... But you know something? When, when he did the interview with Angela, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, uh-huh. the first thing, and, you, and we've seen this a million times. We've seen it a million times. Someone will come out and give an interview because they got an album grade pop or they got a video degree, something. You know what I'm saying? So that was the first right. thing that I thought was, okay, he must have got an album grade come out. Why, mm-hmm. why are you saying this after four years? Why are you doing this now? Which, which is true. He, he does have an album out to drop. So when I saw that part, you know, I was like, well, Dang, Jada's kind of quiet. She ain't saying nothing. Like, what's going uh, on? That situation. Like, oh, okay. Let it blow over. And then when she's getting into the interview saying how alone she was for so long and just Will just had this look on his face like, like damn, I, I didn't even know none of this. You had to mm-hmm. know something, Will. You had to know something, bro. So maybe I have to go back. So I have yet to see the 
the full Red Table um, interview with those two, but I did see about 15, 20 minutes of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so from his perspective, because he, he kept clarifying, like, you know, I thought that we weren't going to be together. You know, it was at a period of time. And I do recall him making that post and saying that they had, they came to an agreement that they have to figure out what makes them happy. Right. Mm-hmm. That came out and that kind of blew the internet up and everybody was like posting and reposting it. And then she did her little spill about, you know, self-happiness. Um, so I remember the moment that he spoke about, but he kept making sure he clarified, like, you know, I was done with you. I just, I didn't think I would be able to turn around and repair this. I was done. So he put it out there to, to, I guess, say in that moment, in that space of them being separated, like he had blocked all vision or all hearing to whatever was going on with her. But again, so, they kept it so quiet. Nobody really knew anything about it. And from the time that that part of them being separated did happen, now she's out in the public eye with Alcina. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at some of the pictures they were taking, and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. yo. Hey. And, I, and we did, we, we, I did the show before on couples taking pics. You know what I'm saying? And what they mean, right. because a lot of times you see couples taking pics, you can't really tell by the, the way the pictures look, is taken, you can't tell if they're together or not. But the pictures right. that, that they took, they were really close, really tight, like uh-huh. real hugged in, real tight. In like, like this is, yeah, like this is my woman. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice it until, you know, they actually showed the pictures from those years back. So I was like, whoa, that's, oh man, you know. Mm-hmm. But she admitted it and I was like, yo, I don't, Will Smith was hurt, yo. Oh, he was, yeah, he was crushed. He, he was, was crushed. And she manipulated him throughout that whole video. Like you could see that she was playing him like a puppet. Right. Which was kind of surprising to me because you would think that he'd have a little more backbone, but I guess when it comes to love, sometimes you just lose, you lose that control. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just to, just to chime in on that. Right. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have the rhyme and reason to be hurt. No, they, there was another interview that it was between those two again. Um, I don't mm. know if Red Talk, Table Talk was out at the time, but he went through a very selfish time period while they were together. The The house that they now reside in is for him. And he said that, you know, no matter what she said, no matter what, the, you know, how many tears she shed, he mm. was just in this selfish zone. He was like, yeah, you're right. I got this built for me because I felt like if I build this or if I have that, everything else will come. And it's like with men, no discredit or discounting to any, any man, including you two. But sometimes there's a switch that is quite, quite not on when it comes mm-hmm. down to how men and women are in relationships. Some of us women don't need the big material things. I need your love. I need your support. I need Absolutely. to hear that you care about me. Rub on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the big house. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... Men, most of the time, uh, they're ego-driven, and I want to bang on my chest, and I want to show what I have accomplished. And yeah. by me building this house, this lets the next person know I did what I needed to do, catch right. up. But in the mm-hmm. process, you're losing sight 
of what is supposed to mean the most to you because you went before the Lord and, you know, gave your vows and now you have this union. But sometimes people right. get lost or left out or forgotten in the process. I don't want to just exist. I want us to really mm-hmm. be together. So they, that was out a while ago. So. Mm. Yeah. Again, but in the, in the midst of that, knowing that another man is taking the space that you have occupied, I just don't agree with that part of the situation being a big, okay, well, it's cool for you to date my wife or what, or, or what have you. I'm going to be on this side of the house. So I don't have to see anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, Cause that's how, that's kind of seemed like how they were saying it. Well, they said that they weren't together at the time. So again, like right. I said, I need to see it. They said that but, they were separated and he kept, Will kept saying, yeah, cause I, I, I didn't think I was ever going to talk to you again. I didn't think I was ever going. So he made it seem like, like they were like done to no end. No, well, they both said that they were, they, they felt as though the marriage had ended and they were done. Right. But, mm-hmm. but on the flip side of that, I don't recall ever seeing any reports about them being actually separated or not together for that mm-hmm. long of a period. I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing anything like that. So if, if nobody else knew and just the two and that their kids didn't know, their family didn't know, and just the two of them didn't know, and he still allowed that to happen under his roof, that doesn't, that doesn't okay. really add up to me. So... Let, let me see if I can take this from a different angle because they're celebrities. They have this quasi open relationship. They're now going through issues. They have this huge ass house, so they can really separate without separating. And so Jada's doing her thing on this side of the house. Will is doing his thing on that side of the house. What really this breaks down to, I think my man Alcina beat the brakes off of her and Will couldn't take it. <laughs> well, you know well, what I'm saying, like, she, well, she, she's like, this dude like, had her sprung. He had her wide open, and well, I was I, like, wow. I think, I think for on Alcina's end, you know, because of the fact that he was dealing with a drug problem, he had mm-hmm. to, he had to overcome that. He had to come back from that, and mm-hmm. of course, Jada being the hand, the hand that you know she lended her hand out to him, you know, hey, right. You know, I'm going to help you through this. And I think mm-hmm. from his side of it, he developed the feelings because like, wow, this woman's really, you know, once. Oh, yeah, that's how it, that's you know how it grew. That's how that relationship grew. Sure. Absolutely, yeah. But like you said, once she tasted the goods. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, she, got, she got reeled in. He reeled she got, her in she got reeled in real quick. And she even said on the show, I don't know, at, at whatever point it ended, he stopped communicating with her. So it was like his thing. She was like, hurt because it ended the way it did right yeah which was kind of interesting but it's it was young boy just got tired he was like okay i'm on to the next thank you for all your help i appreciate it honestly honestly though honestly (laughs) uh, keeping it keeping it real i don't know too many young dudes in their 20s that's knocking off somebody that's 15 to 20 years older than them and they're gonna get tired of that i don't believe that because i'm raising my hand hear me out though hear me out though okay please please continue because because that kind of uh, age gap those women that are that much older they got their shit together it ain't really nothing that the young guy has to provide them ex- if mm-hmm. they try again your situation may be different because you may not have been in love he was mm-hmm. so my thing is 
he knowing that she had this Jada Pinkett, she got her shit together. Ain't like she broke. Mm-hmm. Again, what was the end result of him actually walking away? Because I don't know too many young guys that would just ever walk away like that if everything is, you know, 100. I just don't think. So with that said, she's still a married woman. So even though she may want to keep this entanglement going, she still has a responsibility to her husband. She still has that tie. But you know something? She was, yes, she was still a married woman. But having the thought process and the mentality, the way she felt, her marriage to her husband was over, and her husband felt the same way. So she wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about Will. I don't know, man. The way, he was, the way his <laughs> eyes were, were welling up, man, he ain't think nothing was over. <laughs> like, truly over. It wasn't truly over for either one of them. I mean, we've all been in those situations because, you know, we've all been married. We've all had serious relationships where you think you're at the brink of breaking up. You think you're at the brink of saying, this is it. I'm done. And yeah. then all of a sudden, one conversation, one look can switch all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, and then too, let's add another layer. And you know, let's be clear. Men can't take what they dish out. Men can't yeah, yeah, like let's yeah. let's be clear. It's all cool and it's it's all cool when you doing you and you got, you know, your chicks over here, your chicks over there, your lady at yeah. home, and you out with the fellas and as a married man hanging out in the streets doing you and doing mm-hmm. all these things when you know yeah. where your wife is, when you know that the house is taken care of, when you yeah. know the kids are gonna be cool, you cool with it. But the men the flip i mean the script is flipped you can't handle it and let's be mm-hmm. clear most women i don't mm-hmm. know about these young girls because this generate these generations that's coming up under us it's not a good look right now it's not a good look. it's not the same <laughs> exactly exactly so i'm speaking for my generation and then the generation above me when we step out we have tried everything that we can to get you back emotionally Amen physically mm-hmm. spiritually mentally we have done all of that most yeah. of the time we get overlooked we get casted away you everything that we say is an irritant to you you just don't have time you're more consumed with your phone and your boys or your whatever your vice is whether it's marijuana mm-hmm. whether it's alcohol whether it's gambling mm-hmm. we've tried all that we can do right. so when a right. woman steps across that line men already know i done fucked up yeah it's done yeah absolutely it's done. yeah yeah I agree with so, that. Hit, hit that look that he had, though, that was years of, I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. She, Good point, for real. She was like, so this is what it feels like. But you know, Damn, but, she, but you know something? In her explaining to Will in that moment, what she went through, how she was feeling, I can tell you right now, if that would have been me, I probably, I probably would have broke down. Because I'm like, yo, now that I see what she's talking about, I really did drop the ball and allow her mm-hmm. to step out on me and do right and go to another man because of what I was not doing. And I never thought in a million years that that would happen to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's the look he mm-hmm. had. He had oh, tears. Yeah. He had tears. Oh, well, exactly. No, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jay. No, no, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he. You could tell that he was reliving every time he broke her down and hurt her and feeling like, wow, this is exactly how you feel. I know exactly how you feel. And he felt horrible, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. And when she said, you know, he was like, oh, I'm gonna get get back. And she was like, please, you got your get back. There's no way that you can tell me that this is the first time 
that either one of us has messed around without the other one knowing. So. And then too, let's be clear because you know I don't know any people personally, but I watch movies and movies are nine times out of ten, you you're getting your material from real life experiences. So when mm-hmm, you watch mm-hmm. when you watch movies that have like swingers and you know in it nine times out of ten the male is always trying to be the dominant one on how it goes i watched one and i can't remember the name it was a movie and it was a couple they went out to this club she wanted to just have a nice night at home but he wanted to take her out and then when Mm. they went out she i guess i don't know hypothetically that's just that she was parking the car and he was already in it he's at the bar talking to another young lady as his wife walks in and he's getting her number right and tells the wife oh she's cute blah 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 so the wife is now sitting in another room they have one lingerie scantily clad but classy and she's Mm -hmm. having dialogue with a man that ate him up when they got home he kept referencing it it's just like you can't really try to get your feet wet if you you can't handle it. You can't, you cannot be the ruler and dictator of how this thing works because the way that I am now through my experiences was good for the goose. It better be good for the gander. Don't dish it out if you can't take it. I agree. I agree. And when you get into like that lifestyle, there are a lot of swingers out there who are very adamant about how they lead that lifestyle. Like they have couples that are willing to go to these parties and be with different people. But if the wife were to get the number of someone else or some guy tried to get her number, she'd be like, no, I can't do that. I have to let my husband know. So there are people who do it respectfully. You know what I'm saying? There there are those couples that actually have this lifestyle. Don't go outside of it. Say, you know what, if I do something, I need to tell my man or I need to tell my woman. Which kind of surprised me because I'm like, well, why, why would it matter? They don't need well, to know. It's a lot of rules. It's it's definitely rules to it, but I just despise, you know. And I'm a clump. I don't want a clump wheel, but I'm clump, I'm clumping wheel on the fact that, again, I haven't seen the interview, and I'm just going based on what I did see and just listening to mm-hmm. your perspectives that you guys have. You just you cannot like try to rule and control people. You can't have your cake and eat it too, and then still be emotionally messed up behind the energy that you put out yeah emotionally it, emotionally it, fried exactly <laughs> yeah. and to your point there are definitely a lot of rules right let's just hypothetically yeah. say there mm-hmm. is a a mandated book on this is how this thing is supposed to go you know right. like anything else is done we try to manipulate and finesse it so that it benefits us in a selfish mm-hmm. way and nine times out of ten these men are going in selfish no man and this goes for both men and women, but more so men, want mm-hmm. to envision another man doing anything to his wife. Because for to him, that's my sacred safe place. But yet and still, you share oh. your loins all over the city. Oh. oh. No, I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't picture that one. <laughs> See what I'm yeah, saying? No, I'm not down for that lifestyle. But I know men that are out there that will. You know? I mean, I, I've seen oh. it firsthand wife is right there and someone's you know doing whatever so it happens and and this thing with the three you know men men have this fetish i don't know how many men don't but most of most men that you speak with you know their fetish is to have two women so i cracked up today excuse me i need some water 
<laughs> and I him get some water. So, you know, again, I got to play devil's advocate. Like, if your wife was to say, well, she wants you and another guy. Oh, well, she, she trying to get G. No, it ain't about that. Because while you are penetrating her, maybe she wants him to kiss her. Maybe she wants him to rub her breast. It doesn't have to be what you think it is. But again, you don't get to control that famous. Mm -hmm. You had yours. And you yeah. have yours in the way that you wanted. But why is it anything less when she brings that to the table? Like, oh, I don't want her no sore fight. Y'all don't have to because she's not trying to make you gay. Right. That's yourself. That dude's <laughs> selfish. Well, well, man, don't be the laugh, but this, this shit funny. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's just straight selfish, if that's the case. If that's, if that's how he's trying to get down, that's just selfish. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's absolutely true. Um, so, again, them tears <laughs> that he had, freak them tears. Like, you, you no. got your... <laughs> <laughs> Her <laughs> oh my goodness. She was she I was, was living for the month she was with uh, Alcina for sure. Hmm. But you can you can you can hear in her voice the passion and the emotion that she was dealing with. Oh yeah. You Definitely. can you, you heard it in her voice that that was real. It was not fake. Mm -hmm. And just having Will just have to sit there and listen to it. I was like, yo, I don't think I That was his punishment. For all those times yeah, like, but since he was not, saying that he was but not on, thing, but was Jay, but Jay, but Jay, not on camera though. We gonna have this. We gonna have this. We gonna have this conversation. Let's have this one on one without the camera. Nope, That's nope. on camera. Listen, That's different. They are still both actors. They're both actors. So he wasn't I'm acting, bro. That wasn't acting. He wasn't acting. <laughs> that was real. But listen, I'll again, whether he's acting Jamie. or not, he don't. He doesn't get to set the tone for her telling her truth because she yeah. probably found out her his truth in the form of. Paparazzi catching him with somebody, maybe seeing it in the cell phone, him being sloppy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we we don't get. I think I think that was it, him being sloppy, because we didn't see anything through the uh, media with him going out there and doing anything. We've seen pictures, but we haven't seen any like confirmed. Will is out there wilding. No, and if I'm wrong, no. please correct me. No, I I've, mm. I haven't seen anything. I don't remember. I don't recall. No. Yeah. Apparently well, she knows. apparently she knows. She knows because oh, she kind of made does. she made reference to ancestors. You know, yeah, the wife always knows. Yeah. I mean, and again, like I said, we come to the table trying to, even even with being hurt, even with being emotionally scarred, we still try to come to the table like, okay, let's be clear. What are we doing here? Are, are we us? Or she did. once we step out there, okay. you got to eat that. You got to man up and, and really take it. You have take to. Take it. Like, That's what I'm saying. Take it. Yeah, you got to take it. Like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And that's probably not a good way to be as it pertains to relationships, um, marriages, and things like that. But, you know, it, it is be like relationships you know, and marriages are so cheap in there. But, you know, I, I think a lot of guys would probably opt to not know if the wife is stepped out. I would assume most of us would not want to know if you Yeah, did, but we, wives don't want to know either. Yeah. I'm talking but about we, I'm but talking we about. get it. In <laughs> I'm, talking I'm talking about the men, though. <laughs> I mean, no, and I'm advocating for the women. <laughs> I'm, speaking on, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking on Will Smith's side of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we don't want we don't want to know. It's 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 too it's too much to know. I don't want to know because then you're gonna start thinking about. Oh well, what did y'all do? And you, you just don't want those kind of thoughts. I mean, in the brain. but I mean, the women do that too. The women go through it too. Oh, but but the, but but the, but the women pretty much know. They pretty no. If they, if they but know, that's unfair. They, 
That's unfair. I can't I can't even let you finish that. That is so unfair. The way that I feel about yeah. it, if you feel like you need to step out, bear that woman's feelings and be dirty and do you minus dragging her through your shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah and, of course. Whatever you of course. have. Of course. Like, absolutely. And let's be clear. I'm, I'm going to be 100% transparent because that's the only way that I know how to be. And y'all know I talk from personal experiences. I was married cool. to a man for 12 years. I was with him for 14 years. Never in a, male, a million years would I ever think that I would have to go to a gynecologist and be told that I've contracted mm. something from my husband. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No wife, no yeah, woman, deep. no girlfriend, no oh. woman wants to hear that. Yeah, that's right. Deep. That's deep. No woman wants to hear that. Luckily, it was something curable that the doctor could just prescribe something to get rid of. But what if it mm. wasn't? And that's the risk mm. that you take when you when you jump out there. Right. Yeah. Or someone at your family's expense. Then it come, yeah. It becomes your family's expense, not just yours. It's not exactly. just your life. It's other lives. So it's so many different layers as it pertains to that. So you know, for me, seeing his face again. Eat it because you bought that to the table and you created whatever you created. Not that right. it's fair and it's right that she did it, but again, greed, you're driven by greed. And most, you know, this societal thing, oh, well, there's, you know, 19 women to every one man. And he, like, screw that. Because you could right. just be yeah. a whore and not involve anybody. You won't have to worry about entanglements, banglements, mm-hmm. none of that. You just be living free, doing you. But then you create this layer, and our homes are broken, and our boys don't know how to be men, respectful men, and they don't know how to treat a woman. And our women are broken because all of these things that the men are doing to them. So psychologically, we pass that down because we're giving it to the children because all we wanted was love from the man. It creates too mm-hmm. much. But and I think in their particular case, the way that they explained it was they both felt like their marriage was over. So at that point, let that young boy bang her back out and you continue to do you. Which he did. And that's why Will Smith was looking (laughs) careful. So at that point, like, what's the problem now? Come on, on, Jay. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) But see, like I said earlier, in her explaining the situation, it really sounded like it was very deep for her. Oh, it was real deep. Yeah. Hmm. Them deep strokes had her going. <laughs> and he couldn't take. Yeah. Well, it was like, I ain't never going to do that. <laughs> but, she, but she pretty much said it, though. She said it was so long since she had felt good. Mm-hmm. Like, she put mm-hmm. it out there. And I, yeah. and I know that, that right there, I know that had to hit him. It hit, it, of it course. Was like, it was like a Mike Tyson punch. That hit him, dude. He was knocked out on yeah. him. Without a doubt. Yeah. And, and once again, I think that was layered. I don't even think that that was just solely in a physical sense. I feel like right. it, emotions were tied to that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you had the opportunity. We don't just step over the line just to be stepping over the line. That is true. That is true. And you know that they developed those deep feelings when she was helping him through those drug issues. Because I know they had some moments that were deep and, and, and yeah. very engaging and, yeah. and you know, he probably told her some stuff that he's never told anyone and she's probably done the same yes so yes Let i me mean tell you. very deep moments and and and, and as and at some point you know by her being an older woman and she being in a position that she was in helping this younger guy through conversation stuff that all men need they want conversation where they can learn and mm-hmm. adjust and feel better 
and mm-hmm. and to be honest, if you I don't know if you guys seen it, and I'm sure it's still out there, but there was a red table talk where she interviewed August yeah. Alcina. Yeah. Oh, I, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's, there's an interview, yeah. and, it definitely and her, was. her mother and her daughter was on they the show. were there, and mm-hmm. they all talked about how it was a family ordeal. So initially, it began mm-hmm. as him getting help from them. I definitely and remember. I definitely remember him being on there. Absolutely, yeah. and that was from a family <clears throat> level. You know, they all call him all. Same thing Will said on there. The mom, like everybody, refers to him as that. So when he was on there, I was like, man, you know, it's he was cool in the family. That. Yeah, exactly. He was, he was deep into the family, like a member of the family type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. let's be clear. This that thing happened four years ago, so it's not like the entanglement was like last week. The entanglement is right. old, but it was brought up when he had the interview with right. um, Angela. So it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, right. well, you asked me, so let me talk about it. But yeah, but one you know, thing, one thing that's not clear to me is when it started four years ago. When exactly did it end? That's well, my question. Apparently, a while ago, because remember in the interview she said that he had just cut all communication and they haven't spoken in a long, long time, which is why. Yeah, they but a long, long time could have been a long, long time could have been eight to ten months. That's a long time. Yeah, you're right. You know, so mm-hmm. we don't exactly know when it it ended. I mean, this thing just came out now. His interview just came out what a week or two before her interview with Will did. So we don't know how long it was. Yeah, we need to check the transcripts. We need those phone records. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's so, still texting my dude. Very well, maybe. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving, people. So, um, we want to get into. Uh, our favorite rapper, Mr. Kanye West, mm-hmm. he he had a was it a political rally he did in South Carolina? Was Ooh, that what it was? No, what that was. Consumed. Call it that. Yeah, that was that was um, a mess. And and he made certain statements during his rally, and he talked about a lot of personal issues during his rally that I didn't agree with at all because it, yeah. he brought he brought his wife into it. But again. Just like the TMZ interview, he, he, you know, made references to slavery. And again, you know, I think a lot of people are so quick to just dismiss him and not really understand what he is going through. Uh, so I got, I like to like really li- listen to all the different aspects and both sides of it before I voice my opinion o- on it mm-hmm. in a situation. You know, we all understand that he hasn't been the same since his mom died and you know, he's dealing with bipolar disorder. Of course, I, I understand what bipolar disorder is. I'm not the most educated person on it, but, you know, he is dealing with, yeah. that, and that's, a, that's something you deal with every day in your life. So when he goes on these kind of out-of-pocket rants, you know, sometimes you just got to really understand, you know, what he's going through every single day before we voice our pain in a negative way about him. You know, I, I'm not going to be so quick to dismiss the guy. I just... I, that's just, you know, I, I'm just like, that's just me. I just try to understand what it is he's going through. I appreciate that. And, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that because with his mental issues, if he were not saying things that were very just wrong and destructive, then. Oh, absolutely. I I, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I, I would say that, yeah, I, I would agree with you where we have to, you know, try to give him the benefit of the doubt and, you know, give him the grain of salt and say, okay, well, 
we have to understand where he's coming from because of his mental issues. But he's saying some extremely disrespectful things about, yeah. you know, our ancestors, which makes no sense. And he's just cooning to a base that is basically, like I said before, helping his daddy. You know, he wants to make sure that, you know, if Biden is taking votes away, you know, from 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 Predator Chump, then he's gonna have to say something that maybe did, did you be say, a little more controversial. Did you say helping his daddy? <laughs> That's what he said. Didn't he say that at, at some point? That's what he said. That's what he called. He, he said I'm something. Just about what he said. He did say something about his daddy. He was saying that if there was there was no him, so there would be no Kanye West or something. So my my issue with Kanye is, and let's go back to the TMZ interview. We can go back to I don't mm-hmm. know where his his tour was at the time, but he did a whole lot of ranting and raving on the stage. I, we had this dialogue last excuse me last night. I think it should be written in the contract with these artists and these athletes that mental health is a priority. They should be mandated to go see and talk to somebody because so often we try to internalize things and we don't Mm -hmm. have the tools that we need to successfully and sufficiently help ourselves. Sometimes there's a lot of self-sabotage going on or we get in our own way. I just saw a post Mm -hmm. today that said the only fight is between you and your feelings. You know, we can conjure up some things in our minds that make us angry towards something that doesn't even exist. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like with all that's going on, you know, constant cameras around. I don't know what that pressure feels like. You guys don't know what that pressure feels like. No. That's a whole yeah. nother layer in addition to not really having the mental help that you need. Going through losing a mom. You yeah, know, I mm-hmm. find myself at times still wanting to pick up the phone and call my mom, and I know that I can't. Oh, so that's not something that goes yeah, away overnight, but we yeah. never really seek the appropriate <laughs> help, especially in our Black community. It's not really something that's done. It's not something that's yeah. taught. It's, it's just one of those things where, oh, I ain't crazy. I ain't going to let nobody tell me how I feel, or I ain't going to do this. And, I'm, and it's like, we do ourselves a disservice and an injustice because when moments like that come up, we emotionally are over the place. We don't know how to reel right. it back in. We really back yeah. after we say what we say, then you're thinking about it like, damn, that was dumb or that was stupid or this is why this group of people are shying away from me or fuck. I done messed up those connections or now I don't have this because we don't have what we need in that moment. And right. like I was looking at a post that he posted last night about um, Kim and her mom. They're mm-hmm. trying to bring doctors to him because they know that he has this disorder and let's help you. Yeah. But he's refusing mm-hmm. to help. And he's saying that they're trying to do him like the, they did the guy in Get Out. Like, no, they're trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kim, and you want to <laughs> be... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, and you know, being being this unstable, saying that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves, she just took them to work for white people. Like when people just start ranting off stuff like that, like mm-hmm. you 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 can't pay them any attention, but you have to pay them attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. it's just, it's like you said, it's such a disgrace and a disrespect to what mm-hmm. we have fought for. So many people paved the way and opened doors for him to even be on the platform that he's on. Amen. But how Thank soon you. we forget. Because yeah. the music industry is so corrupt, all of these things you got people around you trying to constantly manipulate you. So it's a lot that they their head is constantly on a swivel. Then mm-hmm. you're married to Kim Kardashian. So that's a oh. whole nother level of turn up because of fame and cameras. And then you have children, like you have children now. Yeah. So, and, and sometimes when you do have these kind of rants and statements and you say these things, 
oftentimes you really don't understand and you're not thinking about who it, who you are actually affecting by you saying these things. That makes that makes it for me that takes it to a whole nother level as opposed to it's just you. It's not just you. Right. You got a whole family out here, dude. You got a wife, yeah. four kids. Yeah. And she had and she has a family and they're all very popular and famous people, celebrities. Mm -hmm. So you really have to, you know, reel it back a lot and just take that into consideration before you elect to put yourself in these positions where you're just out here saying all this disrespectful and inappropriate stuff. But see, this is the thing. He has too many sycophants around him that don't check him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're not going to, though. Exactly. And that's, that's, the yeah, that's, a, that's, that's the problem. Like, he has no one who is a barometer for him for the crazy things that he's saying. And then, on top of that, when he says these things, no one's coming back and saying, yo, man, that was kind of wild. Like, do you know what you just said? Yeah. And do you know how that came off? Like, no one is there to give him that mental check. Yeah. And I'm not too true. sure, you know, how well Kim Kardashian and her mom, like, I don't trust them. Like, when he's saying they're trying to, you know, do that whole get out thing to him, that might very well be true. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Kim Kardashian has her kids from this dude. She can, like, take him out in whatever way she wants to, get his money, and move on to the next brother. You know what but I'm saying? Know, she could be sitting there on her bed with her little dry fruit and her milk in her cup. But, you know, she, she made a statement and posted it on social media today, and she explained and, and went through the whole, you know, spiel as far as, you know, what he deals with every single day. I mean, she made a very profound stand of statement mm -hmm. as, okay. as, a, as a supporting wife. And I, okay, know, cool. I know that this man that I love, that we have children with, I know what he deals with every single day. And please believe that doesn't, it doesn't take away from the genius of an artist that he is, but he's dealing with something far beyond what people think his it control. is exactly and even and even his control you know he he's a hazard to himself and i don't think that you know he needs to be um institutionalized because you know we all know how that goes depending on where you yeah. go that can make the situation worse but just being a loving and caring person for the fact that you're human and i see you going through something let me help you yeah. i respect that and the thing that bothers me, and I use this as an example yesterday, you know, when, when domestic violence happens, a lot of times what happens, they're, they're aiding and advocating for the women and the children, but we're leaving our men out. Yeah. Our men yeah. are out there to yeah. suffer. It's been a long time where men have had their own set of issues and they had to overcome. You know, back in the day, during slavery, you know, you, you're beaten and you have to watch another man basically have sex in front of you with your wife and create children that yeah. are not yours and still love her in a particular way while you're still... So it's a psychological thing that has happened over the years, but we never really Without a doubt. hear yeah. about our men getting the help that they need. You guys are kings. You guys are the leaders of the household. You guys hold a very prominent position, but nobody is really pouring into you. And then when they do, because it's so unfamiliar, what is what happens? You put up a post and say, oh, they're trying to do me like they do and get out. And like you said, yes, that mm. may be factual, but at the end of the day, when you're dealing with a sickness, you don't see what other people see because you're projecting it onto them. So they have a different right. perspective. When you have mm -hmm. children that are watching you, not just your own, you're, you are a Fan. icon yeah. at this point. So you yeah. have fans and 
you know, mm-hmm. young fans and they're looking up to you and they're idolizing you for your rap abilities, your your production. You you know, you crossed yeah. over and you've gotten into the church. Fashion. Where the church where's the church family? Let's put mm-hmm. some hands on him. Let's do that. And like you said, you when people have so many guest people around him who are just in it because, oh, I'm next to Kanye. Or, oh, I'm doing this for him. Nobody in well, he's that. paying my bills and I can't say no. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So all these yes men are not aiding you. That's why I said I think it's very imperative. And I don't work for the industry, but they should put that in the contract where it's mandated. But then that does no, that's no benefit to them because then you can't be their little puppet on the strings anymore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a very good point. Like I was thinking while you were saying that as, as men, especially as black men, um, going back to us having to deal with all the issues that we had throughout the decades, we have been known or we have been put in a place where we are just supposed to suck it up. Like we're supposed to be men. Lift up your chin, stick out your chest, walk it off. But yeah. that's not enough. That's not enough. We definitely need to seek professional help in terms of just allowing us to deal with things on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. right now, you know, for you, Ray, you have all these different people. And now you have this podcast that you have to nurture and you have to take care of. Who's taking care of you? You know, <laughs> when things, I'm serious, when things are stressing you and you're worried about, you know, why did this happen for that reason? And you know, I have this stress at work. Like, we need to definitely seek professional help. And it doesn't mean you're weak. You know, it yeah. does not mean you're weak. This is a PSA moment. You know, this is to make you better. Like, you don't sit there and say, oh, I can't lift something. I'm weak, so I'm not going to work out. Like, you get to the gym and you work out. You have to work yeah. all those muscles out. And you have to work out those uh, brain muscles. You have to work out that mental capacity. And sometimes you need a coach or a trainer to be able to do that properly. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And to respond to that is, you know, it, it does get tough on me, you know, quite yeah. a bit. Um, I'm sure. You know, I just, I just try to put everything in this, in this place on, a, on my plate, which is really overflowing. And mm-hmm. I just keep it, I mean, every day is a new day and I just keep it moving. You know, I just try to enjoy That's it. That's what I just said. You suck yeah. it up. You I suck it up and out. I keep it moving. And, and, you know, <laughs> of, of course I have, you know, family I can go to. I have great friends that I can talk to. Um, and I can, I can always, you know, get advice or get help, um, especially with you two guys. Um, Sassy, I always talk to you. Jay, I always talk to you about different things. So, you know, mm-hmm. I can't do it alone. I can't. I wouldn't even try to do oh. it alone or yeah. by myself, you know. But like you said, you just got to suck it up and you just got to keep mm-hmm. moving. But Trust me, if I ever got to, and I don't, I don't think that I can ever handle it alone either. You know, I don't, right. I don't, I, I've never felt that way that I can do it all by myself because I, which is a good thing. Yeah, because I absolutely can't. There's no way in the world I can handle all everything that I'm doing by myself. There's no way. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I don't even try to, you know? Good. So, yeah. um, I just keep it in perspective and I keep it going. I have my moments. I really do. I have my moments all the time. But you know, mm-hmm. I just I, I I got people that depend on me, and and I depend on other people, and I just you know every day is different, and I just keep it moving. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you asked that question, Jay, because a lot of times I think when you are in the forefront of so much and so many, um, mm-hmm. you you don't even as the individual sit back to say, well, dang, who can I lean on, or yeah, who right. is having my back? That's mm-hmm. that's one of the things that. 
I'm grateful and thankful for this unfortunate time. You know, we have to pull out some positives in it. It really lets us, it gives us the opportunity to realign, to see what we really need and what we're missing because you get so consumed in the hustle and bustle and you're just so mechanical yeah. and you're just on go all the time and you're constantly winding up your battery or pulling the car back, letting it go so that it, you know, shoots straight forward in a fast motion and you're just doing, doing, doing. Now right. we have the ability to really assess what we need because in order to continue to keep going, our cup has to be full. It yeah. does, yeah. yeah. And it's so easy to run on empty because you just, again, you're just, you're just. You still you're on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So it's very important. So thank you for that PSA. That was oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, you know, I hope Kanye gets the, the, the help that he desperately yeah. needs. For sure. Um, because he has proven to the world his musical genius is definitely needed during his time. You know, he's got his clothing line. He's selling shoes. Um, he's got, he's, he's a very, very creative person. You know, yeah. and I would and I would hate to see any of that just kind of fall by the wayside because he's broken down that much. But hopefully his family is there to support him and help them. That's what, you know, I've seen that they, you know, as far as the statements that they made, uh, as far as helping him, you know, get what he really needs in order to move past what he's dealing with and continue on. You know, and I, and I, and I personally think he just he really does have certain relationships that he really needs to work on and repair. I definitely think right. he needs it. I definitely think he needs to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, because he does have people reaching out to the to him. Um, but also I think he has a lot of people that were or are close to him kind of just, you know, going back behind the curtain and just letting him do his thing. But you know, sometimes you just can't do that. You know, some people are not always going to reach out and say, I need help. Sometimes you just gotta be yeah. there to help them. So yeah. I I'm I'm hoping he gets the help that he deserves because one thing I don't want to see him doing is continue to quote unquote alienate our people. Cause we've been through too goddamn much for him to have not even experienced the racism that went, took place during that time. He, he never experienced it for him to continue to speak down on it. Like he has to me, right, I, yeah. I, he just needs to stop doing that. Yeah. He needs to know his history. He's, he's yeah. Have history yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He really does. All right. Yeah, so, we got a question on the table uh, that I wanted to ask you guys. You guys. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to call it a topic. It's a question because we're going to talk about it anyway. So the question is, and this is about our brothers, why can't black men have a preference of the women that they want without hating on or showing or not showing appreciation for black women? In other words, if I'm a black man, I should be able to choose whatever woman I want to be with. And, and if I don't choose a black woman, what is that saying about me? Sassy, you want to take that first? Yeah. So um, okay. this weekend, my son actually asked me. We were in Ocean City and there were not a lot of um, melanated folks walking around. So mm -hmm. his comment was, dang, mom, we moved out here. I probably have to be, have a white girlfriend. He said, what would you do if I had a white girlfriend? If I came home, I said, I would let you in. Uh, uh, say, um, say what? Say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Repeat that. Repeat that. So, say that. Say that again. So my son said that <laughs> you gotta stop laughing. <laughs> 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 my, my bad. My bad. My bad. So basically, the question was like, okay, you know, if we moved in this particular area where there's not a lot of African Americans, I would probably end up dating a white girl. How would you feel about that? Like, what would you do when I came home? And my response was, I would let you in. So he was like, dang, Ma, you wouldn't let her in? I'm like, no. You know, I, I'm not That's mean. No, it isn't mean. I'm not racist at all, right? Sometimes I see color only because they force you to see color. But for right. the most part, I don't. But mm -hmm. I just feel like you can love, love. Now, let's be clear. Love is colorless. You never really have True. the option to. I thought love was red because of the heart is red. It's not, that's not the. Well, I mean, it's colorless. So you can't really manipulate love to a particular race, right? Because mm -hmm. somebody can give you something that somebody else may not. Like hypothetically right. saying you could find a ghetto girl that's, that's black and you not click with her but then there's an italian young lady and you know how they are with their family like they're rooted heavily in family mm -hmm. and everything is family mm -hmm. oriented so if somebody is looking for that that may be their fit but right. ideally we all want to see our young brothers and sisters and children with the same race you know like black love how can we continue you know what we have or what we should have or how can we strengthen our race and repopulate a generation of folks who are just loving and knowing what to do i don't know mm -hmm. i'm not racist but i my preference is for my kids today within their race now if they decide not mm -hmm. to I, I don't know i'll go to therapy and get the tools that i need for my toolbox to try to deal with it you know i would never disown mm -hmm. them but i don't know i'd be having no party and tap dancing about it either right yeah, yeah but man. you 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 see it so much though you know it, it's like almost like second nature now when you're seeing so many interracial couples and so many younger couples that are mixed races you see it mm -hmm. I, I mean i see it all the time almost now mm -hmm. that's it would I don't uh, just saying a normal black couple versus a normal black and white couple is almost like hand in hand to me now. That's how, that's I, how you know, that's how serious it is. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm <clears throat> always intrigued by stuff like that. I would be interested in the why. You know, sometimes there's always an offline as to why. I would just want to know mm -hmm. is it really for love or are you, are you, have you seen something? Are you trying to follow a particular trend? What have you heard? Mm -hmm. Have you heard that, you know, white women do something that black women don't? Are you doing it for mm -hmm. the sake of getting your credit together? You know, like what are you doing it for? Oh, you know? no. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. what, what is it? I want to know. I would like to just tap into their, their rhyme and reasons. I think it can, it can be a number of different reasons. Maybe they, had a few experiences with black women that they didn't agree with, they didn't ask for, they didn't want to be a part of. And maybe they just decide mentally like, well, let me try to change, switch it up, if you will, and see if this such situation with another woman from a different race works better, better. better works. Yeah. Works better for me. And you know what, to be honest with you, let me, let me be clear. I still stand behind everything that I said. Whoever you love is whoever you love. Now, what I will have a superb problem with, a super problem, 
is if you decide to date outside your race, it's, it's your choice. You shouldn't be condemned for it. But don't you dare disrespect your race. Screw that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So uh, the way I feel about the situation, and I'll, I'll step back to when I was a kid. And I was in high school and I was really starting to, you know, get out there and date and women were feeling me. And I'm like, okay, okay, let me see what's going on with all these chicks out here. The women that I was always attracted to were the women that looked like the women in my family. They were African-American or Hispanic or Latina. So that's what I was naturally drawn to. But they weren't feeling me because I was this tall, kind of thin, dark-skinned dude that sounded like a white boy. And I just couldn't get any love. You know what I'm saying? I kind of had like, um, and my kids always get on me all the time. Like I had these feminine kind of pretty features as a young kid. And so they wanted the thugs back then. And I was getting no love. But guess what? The white girls were failing me. So you kind of get in where you fit in. That was never what I wanted. But that's what was attracted to me. And that's what I gravitated towards. And as I got older and got more confident and, you know, things changed. I was able to date the women that I wanted to date. And so I don't begrudge anyone for dating someone outside of their race. What I have issue with is when they start to disrespect the black women, like love who you want to love, but don't disrespect your own. Like I wouldn't date white girls that only dated black guys. That's, that wasn't for me. Like if they had the little asymmetrical haircuts and you know, the, the, the chunk earrings and they talk a certain way, I'm like, yeah, no, you're not for me. I'm, I'm not with that. I can't do that. So when you have these brothers out here and I can't think of the dude's name, but I think he plays for the New York giants. And he said, how can anyone find Jill Scott attractive for real? She's a sex symbol. And I'm yeah. like, what? You ain't, talking, you ain't talking about Barkley, are you? No, 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 no. Because you, know, you know Saquon Barkley, Barkley has, a, has a white girl, too. Yeah, it was, some, it was some other dude that, you know, was a no-name. And I'm like, who is this person? Like, who cares? Like, Jill he Scott said, is sexy. He said that about she Jill Scott. Fun. He said that about Jill Scott. I'm like, wow. what? I'm like, come on. And see, that's my thing. When these guys are out here looking for something, what they deem exotic, something different, you know, something outside the norm. I'm like, you're disrespecting every other woman who looks like the women you're disrespecting in your family. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I've never been like that. As much as I, you know, have a preference for a certain thing, I've never, ever disrespected anyone outside of that. You know, just because I don't find or I don't want you doesn't mean that I'm going to disrespect you in any way. And that's what you find a lot of these brothers do who date these mm-hmm. white girls or these Spanish girls or whatever. Yeah. As far as my kids go, like my son, like the first girl that I really knew that he started talking to or liking was this little Asian girl. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mm-hmm. mind that, you know, if that's what, you know, you are drawn to. I want you to be with someone who's going to love you no matter what and is going to have your back and is down for you. Would I prefer you to see you with someone who is your own race? Sure, but I'm not going to begrudge you from dating anyone you want, as long as there's love, like Sassy was saying. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think a lot of times that us as Black men, we kind of get sucked into what we see in the public eye as opposed to what we see that's right in front of us. But Me. that's the thing, though. Like, all these dudes that are, that are lusting over these Instagram models. Like, yeah, that's the thing, though. Are, are, all these models are, are, are aspiring to be black women. 
you look at the body types, they're all trying to look like black women. You know, they put the collagen on their lips. You know, everything is geared towards us. It's, it's, it's weird. It's like you can hate us, but love everything about us. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. Yeah. And let me, let me ask you a question, Sassy. Why does it seem like, well, I'm not going to say why does it seem like, why, why is the portrayal of black women, they always kind of tend to go for the bad boy black guy? Why, why does it seem that way? Or why, why was that always the thing? Um, I think with, let's just go with what you said, the bad guy type. You know, you think about the fun factor. Because sometimes, you know, people, I don't want to say just men, because it could go both ways, but we're talking about men now. Like sometimes, I guess, they, you may feel like there's no fun factor. You know, some people can be such... I don't know. Let me not say it that way because I don't think it's going to come out right. But some people can be so full. Some men can be so focused or so career driven that there's like no room for fun. And women, you want to have fun. Like you want the pie to be as close to perfect as possible. You have to have layers and you have to have dynamics. If all we're doing is watching Wall Street eating carrots, who wants a lifetime of that? But Ray Ray from around the way, you know, he's going to give you that tap on the butt or he's going to make you laugh or he's going to compliment you in a certain way. So I just feel like maybe we're looking for the realness and the rawness of, of an individual being opposed to, I don't necessarily want to say coerce because that's not the right word either, but just somebody who just isn't layered. Mm. We can give you that too. We can give you that too. We can give you them layers too. I think you can, and I'm not saying that you can't, but it probably takes a little bit longer to get to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we have to go on 101 date before I really see that side of you? Or do you have the ability? Yeah, that might be just some guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I was saying, it might take 10 to 15 dates for some of those guys, maybe even more, you know, but not all of them are going to be like that, you know, especially the ones that are more confident with who they are. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. The bad boys out the gate are going to be like, yo, we're about to do this. We're going to make it live. We're going to have fun. And you're like, oh, it's a party every time I see you. So yeah, there's more yeah. people there. And plus, a lot of times, guys like that will make women feel protected. And yeah. women always want to feel protected. Amen. A to the man. <laughs> okay. Well, Amen. To, 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 to each his own. And, you know, my, my thought process is a lot of guys see what they think is the hottest thing out here right now. They want the bomb body. They want the cute face. You know, they want the light skin because it's like, you know, you, you look out there, that's really all, all that you see. They want the, you know, the less attitude. They want the less hassle. They want the less, you know, strenuous comebacks or smart mouth or attitude or whatever you call it. These light skin girls got that smart mouth too. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, with with the overexposure of the internet, I think everybody has a small mouth now because at the end of the day, all I have to do is put a picture up or hit a DM and I don't really have to say too much. I can send an emoji and it's on to the next. And it's so Mm -hmm. unfortunate that things have have gone to a point of almost no return because I don't know what it's going to take. but you know if if you can't deal and again this goes back to the root of the problem if you can't take someone 
giving you now granted i ain't saying keisha gotta have so much attitude but if she's giving you what you need in a raw and real way like let's be clear sister's gonna look out for you period we're gonna tell you who good for you who not good for yep. you and if, and if she's a real sister and your finances aren't in check we're gonna work on that and we're gonna basically we're gonna put us where we need to be collectively because i'm only as good as you and you are only as good as i am but mil- mm-hmm. most people don't they don't most men don't know how to accept it and that's why i say you know are you really dating outside your race for the sake of love or is it more of you being able to be controlling because i was just in a setting in a situation there was an african-american man and there were two white women in the room that i was sitting in and i didn't know that they had they were in a relationship. I thought she was just his manager. So he walks in and he makes a joke. He's like, honey, guess what I left at home? And she said, what? And he's like, my sugar. And he proceeds to kiss all on her. Now he looks at the, uh, he like kissed on her neck. He looked mm. at the other woman who was in there. She was Caucasian. And he was like, bitch, you want some too? And I'm, I'm I like, when I tell you I was so appalled, I was just every ounce of angry. Mm. Why would you say that to her? right you don't joke like that like you don't joke like that that's my first time meeting you you want to do business with me and you just disrespected another woman no matter her color in Mm -hmm. front of me thinking that it's cool Mm -hmm. that's not a good first impression as your woman she should have said to you that's that's crossing the line but because she has a mandingo or she has a black guy he's probably you know the ruler or you can't say anything or it just it's just crazy to me. So I think a lot of times, you know, it's a self-esteem thing. If you have low self-esteem, you're gonna date somebody who you can push over. No doubt. Not, That's true. But what, 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 would you ever date outside your race? Um or have I, you? I have not. Okay. Would I would I because I'm open for to love and I'm looking for something different that I have not been exposed to and I wanna experience love in its entirety and its fullness. I would if if another mm-hmm. race gave that to me. I would. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. What, what what about you, Jay? Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want. Now let me be clear. I don't want to. But, uh, you don't. You don't want to. Question. But you already gave your answer, so you can't take it back, Sally. No, I'm nah. not. I'm not <laughs> no, I'm not taking it back at all. I'm just saying let's be clear for the listeners. I don't want to. I'm not opposed to it. I do want my men, my African American men, to love in a particular way. But if they can't, move over. Right, right. I agree. I agree. If you, if you can find love outside of your race, then I applaud you. Amen. If you can find love, period, because it's hard. Whether you stick with your race or you go outside of your race, love is hard because nothing is guaranteed. So, um, if I'm not in a relationship and I'm out there, I'll go for the woman that loves me. You know, I have a preference, so I'm going to stick with my preference or shoot for my preference. But, you know, if yeah. I just so happen to run into something that is perfect for me and it's not what I'm expecting, I'll accept it. Uh, okay, cool. What about you? Who, me? There you go. Come on, who, me? <laughs> um, honestly, I probably would not. I love black women too much to look at another race and would really want that before being with a black woman. You know, that's mm-hmm. just, that's just, that's just, I'm not, I don't even know if, if I can't say if that was how I was raised or whatever, but that's just my feeling on it. I, I don't, I don't think that I could possibly, I mean, because you see so much 
of all these celebrity and want to be celebrity and want to be looking like you, you see so much of it, it, it kind of sickens you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to fall under that tree or under that category. You know, so yeah. I, I don't think that I, I don't think that I would. There are a lot of beautiful black women in, in this world, in this country, out here, you know, True. and I just don't think I would just want to put, put, you know, have that kind of, be in that kind of situation with someone other than a black woman. I just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I commend you for that and appreciate your stance on, yeah. on that. I mean, because, you know, like, like at the end of the day, we all have a type, we all have a preference. Exactly. I know, I know what my type is. I know what my preference mm-hmm. is. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen that way, but I <laughs> would have to strike out about you know, I know. <laughs> I would have to strike out about a trillion times before, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, before I go. Exactly. Back. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a great point because someone like Dennis Rodman who said that he used to get dissed by black women all the time. That's why he never dated a black woman. I'll be damned. I don't care what y'all yeah. do to me. I'm still coming back. Like there's. But you know what? Look, know but you, like, but a lot of it has to do go with where you were raised too and then mm-hmm. he and then he was you know partly raised by a white family so mm-hmm. a lot of it a lot, and even and even yeah absolutely and even when okay. he was with you know in his heyday with the bulls and they were winning championships i don't think a lot of people remember he had his own tv show on mtv mm-hmm. and he pretty much got like to pick i think it was one episode and it was like 20 women and it was just a good mm-hmm. mixture of everything. It was black women. It was, you know, you know, Colombian, white women. And mm-hmm. I vividly remember it was one of the episode where it was some fine black women. And he just didn't even look at them twice. Wow. And, and, and they were, and they were, and they were like some of, I mean, they were black women. They weren't like from the valley or whatever. Like, right, black, right, you know, right. they, they were black. They were respectable, respectful, mm-hmm. you know, all mm-hmm. that. They just like, you know, they wanted to really, you know, be with a Dennis Rodman. And he did mm-hmm. not look at them twice. And that right there made me that see. Me. Yeah, and that, that really really made me see and realize that well, maybe that's not what he likes. Oh, I know it's not. <laughs> I know yeah. it definitely is. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, he picked all these. He picked he picked damn near every white woman and a couple of the, he did not pick one black woman. Not one. Out of 20. Uh-oh, you sound a Now you're fetishizing so it's like you're, uh, you're fetishizing me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah, like yeah, now I'm yeah, a fetish. Yeah. I'm not yeah. real. I'm just this object, this thing that you want. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, for me, I, I would have to strike out about a trillion times before I jump ship. I'm 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 mm-hmm. going on stay on the on the on, on the boat that I'm on. I'm good. <laughs> so I kind of want to add a layer to that, right? So the question initially was, you know, how come a man can't date outside his race without getting the backlash, right? So from another perspective, still pertaining to that question, it's kind of crazy, and this goes back to the mental health factor, that our women are mistreated by our kings in so many ways. And then you, you, you make us damaged goods and then you don't want us no more. Oh, I'm going to go to the next. But your rhyme and reason of not wanting us is because we are a direct 
product of what the damage that you've done so is it self-reflect like is it that mirror image as as to why like that's another layer that i think we need to explore i mean well i mean who actually knows though you know i mean it's 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 a lot of different logic behind it in my opinion but everybody's always going through different things on a daily basis their experiences are different you know Mm -hmm. coming into contact with so many different people being in so many different relationships deciding what it is you're trying to get done or do for yourself i don't i can't really categorize how or why or what their level of thinking is when it comes to that you know i mean you can have a lot of bad experiences dealing with black women you can have a lot of different uh, bad experiences dealing with white women it's just the same yeah it just kind of goes hand in hand to be honest mm-hmm. i agree but you know yeah. I'm, I'm i'm staying on the black boat so <laughs> you know i mean but at the same time you hear so many black women that love the black that, that love the white guy you know was one of, was one of these the tom brady i i i hey I heard a lot of white, white, I mean, black women love Tom Brady. <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. he's Tom Brady, you know. Yeah. So money, money does make you look good. Yeah, I mean, money yeah, yeah, yeah. Money, money ain't success. Women love men that are successful at something, and it doesn't necessarily have to be money related. But if if he is a success at what he is doing, that is an attraction, mm-hmm. you know, from from women. Women are attracted to that for sure. That's true, but once again, kind of what I said, you know, along the lines of what Jada and Will, she probably tried everything that she could before she crossed that line, and far too often, you know, we try to raise up our black men, not that we'll be littling, but just because we're natural nurturers and we want to make sure mm-hmm. our foundation and our empire is, like, solid, sometimes exactly. they don't hear you when you're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but norm- normally you would always be able to tell or see when when it's a crack in the armor and 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 her being on that red tape and i and i watch her show all the time but i've seen enough of it and i can never see any signs because everything that they discuss is always about family and their kids and how and they what their kids went through and how they chose to raise their kids and what they allow their kids to experience you know so i've never seen actual crack in the armor from the two of them because every time you see them together you know it's lovey-dovey you know, they hugged up. So to, then, so to actually hear that was like, wow, I had, you know, it was shocking to me. But you said it. You said it in, in part of, you know, your um, reply to the whole question. They're celebrities and they're yeah. great actors. So yeah. sometimes, you know, you, we, I mean, we were all taught this, I think. Um, what happens in the house stays in the house. You don't talk about it outside. Yeah, exactly. But, That's but, why I said that. They, they act. They yeah. want people, they want to put on a show. Yeah, but that's true. But in this day and age, with social media being so, you know, in your face, and and as soon as you open your eyes to social media, that's really hard to be able to continue to hide that from the public eye. They, they, they did a hell of a job. I, I, I will say that, because mm-hmm. that's not something that's normal, you know, celebrities, what, what, you know, oh, this person, oh, they somebody got a picture posted with the little, the little lightning bolt in between the people broken up and what have you. Them joints come out at will, <laughs> you know? They come out all the time, like, damn, they broke up too? You know, so mm-hmm. for me, it was just kind of really shocking. Like, you know, maybe this, I, because when I first saw his interview, I thought it was like, Jada was helping him get through his drug problem whenever he felt some kind of way about her and he failed for her, not really 
knowing or expecting her to feel the same way because she saw him different than he saw her. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. But there was a whole different entanglement attached to it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't she didn't create a whole new damn word that's gonna be uh single, married, dating, entangled. <laughs> Women are gonna throw that out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that listen, I mean, they I'm sure Twitter and not Twitter, but all of these swipe left, swipe rights, they have created a new category. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. No absolutely. doubt. Now it, it, it was it was complicated before, now it's gonna be entanglement. Yes. Yes. So yes. There, w- there was a post that said, "If you're in an entanglement and have children, are they called not?" There, there's a post, and the post says, "If you're in an entanglement and you have children, are your children called knots?" Uh, uh, oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the if, if the entanglement led to children, yeah, they're they're knots. Why not? Oh my goodness! It's going too far. And and August Alcina has a song called Entanglement. Yeah, he sure does. I haven't listened to it yet, but and I probably won't. But it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's not all that. No. Nah. Oh, it's not. Nah. I mean, it's it's kind of catchy, but I mean, it, he's just rehashing everything we already know. I mean, he's just yeah. trying to seize trying, the moment. He's know. trying to sell records. That's what. That's his job. Exactly. He in the he's in the business of making music. So he can sell right. That's his job. So hey, whatever he got to do to get his job done, he's probably gonna do it. So it is what it is. All right, cool man. Y'all got anything else? We can wrap it up. No, I think we've uh, said it all for the night. Yeah, that's what's up. You got anything, Sassy? No, just want to thank the listeners for tuning in and showing us love and supporting, and hopefully you guys are sharing in and continue to do so and leave us comments. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Thank you all. Absolutely. I would like to thank everyone for listening to the Hangout Podcast. I appreciate your support. Remember, we are on several platforms. We are on iTunes. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Anchor. We are on Spotify. We are also in four different countries in this world right now. We are in the United Name States. Them. Name we them. Name joints. We are, we are heard in, in the United States. We are heard in Canada. We are heard in Ireland. And we are heard in France at the moment. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah. Thank you very much to those countries. We read. We read. Appreciate yeah. your love. And as always, you can always listen to or send your comments to the Hangout Live at Gmail. If you have any comments, any questions, any suggestions, any topics you want us to cover, please feel free to send them to thehangoutlive at gmail.com and we will definitely address them. Thank you very much, Jay Dizzle. Thank you very much, Sassy. Appreciate My y'all. Love y'all. Thank you both. Love you as well. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank y'all very much. Until next time, it's the Hangout. It's your man Ray Anthony Live. Peace. Bye. Bye.